Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. We're speaking with Justin Ang, the Deputy Group Chief Commercial Officer at True Corporation. And Justin, uh, tell us, how did, you, uh, how did you get the position in Bangkok? I know that you'd worked at Apple before and you'd worked at, at Starhub and, and Singtel, other places. How did, how did it come about that you ended up in Bangkok? Yeah, actually, um, during my days in Apple, I was responsible for our uh, telco business uh, for the region across Southeast Asia and South Asia. So um, during that time, I actually spent a lot of time in Thailand, uh, was one of my key markets, and I would come in you know, once, twice a month at least. And so built up really quite strong relationships within the market. I recall there was almost about three years or so now, I actually... Um, met one of my uh, Thai friends uh, actually in Barcelona and uh, when we uh, bumped into each other he was uh, after a couple of years of uh, uh, going to Thailand he actually became sort of CEO here he saw me he asked me to come and just give him a hand and we talked over the next several months and managed to make that work so you know, it's been a journey of serendipity, uh, God's will, you will, to, to let me hear. That's very interesting. I mean, uh, you know, the old story of connections and contacts and, you know, people that you get to know uh, coming back to your, your, in your life in different ways that, you know, we don't expect. I think that's, that's a really uh, interesting lesson that, uh, that perhaps, you know, you, you learned and, and that helped you to get this position. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, and and, and that, that's how, what I found actually throughout my entire career, even more so even at having left Singapore and uh, coming to Thailand because um, trust, connections, relationships, uh, like in China and other Asian markets, uh, it's very much the same here in Thailand and it's absolutely fundamental to the way business is conducted and, and how certain problems are solved. We're speaking with Justin Ang, the Deputy Group Chief Commercial Officer at True Corporation in Thailand. Tell us about True. It's a, it's a telco, one of uh, a number of telcos there. Where does it fit into the, uh, the, the, the telco landscape in Thailand? There are three main um, big telcos uh, in Thailand, um, AIS, uh, True, and DTEC. And so um, True actually was the last to the market and actually is a consolidation of many companies that were acquired um, over many, many years. And so they started um, right from number three on the mobile front, but have always led in terms of the broadband and the pay TV business. And over the, the last you know five to ten years, they've actually come from behind and uh, now are the firm number two here in Thailand. Perhaps one interesting fact is also because um, the other two telcos, AIS being owned by the Singtel Group in Singapore mm. and DTEC owned by the Telenor Group in Norway. Mm. So True is the only Thai uh, old telco, and um, as some people would know, it's owned by the, the, the richest family here in Thailand. Yeah, very interesting. And so you guys are uh, hopefully on the way up, right? Uh, as you uh, as you progress from uh, third place now into second place, uh, it's a great uh, success story so far. And uh, Justin, um, tell us a, a bit about uh, what you actually do as uh, you know, as in the in the commercial officer space as the uh, deputy group chief commercial officer. I'm the executive owner, and I have direct management responsibility for our, all our revenue and commercial activities across our three main business units, which is our mobile business, our online business, and our pay TV business. And so I lead the commercial group in all its new product, proposition, service development, including the bundles that we do. 
But uh, I also have the privilege uh, of being sort of the de facto CMO, so I, I'm responsible for directing, controlling all our marketing activities, our roadmap, uh, our advertising and media spend for the telco business, and also our digital teams, because that's certainly a team, even before COVID, you know, so all our digital marketing, e-commerce, social media, um, engagement, etc. Wow. So you must have been quite busy during the, during the recent months of, of the, the lockdown in Bangkok during COVID-19, having responsibility for some of the e-commerce functions. It was. It was a very interesting time, but also very stretching, right? Because um, even as a lockdown happened here in Thailand, slightly earlier than in Singapore, you know, we had to shut all our shops. And mm. so there was really very limited uh, ways for us to um, give customers access to our services or to sign up. And um, as we saw in many other countries globally during this period, lots of people needed to get home broadband installed in their homes because they, they, they just stuck there fairly permanently during the, those phases. And so we had to start um, new methods and new channels. So one, one channel that we did start was having our call centers engage uh, through um, social messaging and having those transactions done through through those means instead because call centers were pretty much maxed out and um, clearly a lot of people within this population are still, I would say, learning how to effectively transact online. So having social messaging gives them the comfort of being able to communicate with someone and yet being able to do that um, without having to go into the shops or or anything like that. Yeah. We're speaking with Justin Ong, Deputy Group Chief Commercial Officer at uh, Thailand's second largest telco, True Corporation. Justin is the first non-Thai to take operational leadership management responsibility in that company. And as you have grown now into this position or are growing into this position, Justin, what have you found are the challenges around culture, language? How is it different than the work you did you know, here in Singapore with Singtel, with Starhub, with Apple? Um, what, what differences have you noticed? Yeah, I think both language and culture are for huge challenges, I mean, um, I, to be fairly honest, right, I, I came in with a, a slightly overstated understanding of the level of working English, mm. as I said, because True is a, it's a very high telco. Um, and so uh, it was already a big shock from the, the start. And I had asked actually to, instead of starting work, you know, maybe do a 30-day intensive course in Thai. Mm. That wasn't available, unfortunately. So I spent most of my first year you know, actually just going to night class on weeknights to really learn Thai. I would hear meetings. I would hear words in meetings and then take them down and go back and translate that. And so really, um, by the grace of God, you know, like by the end of the first year, I managed to pick up most of the language so that I'm maybe effectively 70-80% listening to Thai in the meetings. My staff now mostly present also to me in Thai. Speaking is easier for me in English, right? So, but, but, but one thing that uh, people may not know is that Thai language is so connected to Thai culture. So it's important to understand the language for a role like mine because many words in Thai are only for certain uh, sex. So for some words are reserved for male, some words are reserved for female. There are some words that only uh, females can say it, and males say it, and mm. say it. So, so there are all these nuances that are above what the normal business working English uh, is like. And on the culture front, um, if you Google it, you'll see it. Uh, when we first came, my wife dragged uh, me and the kids to the museum because she, she loves that. Uh, and, we, and we learned that, that officially there are you know, more than 13 different types of smile 
that ties in 13 <laughs> different types of smells. And different ones will mean differently. And, and what you see is not what you get. And there's also, you know, very different understanding of what is acceptable behavior in meeting, how much emotion you show. So, I mean, those culture and language differences very different from what we see in Singapore, which is very heavily influenced by the British and the American way of working. Right? Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about the the Thai mobile phone culture. Uh, what differences have you noticed in the way that either people use their phones or what they expect uh, from their telco and from their services in Thailand versus what uh, we might expect or get here in Singapore? Are there any differences that, that come to mind? Yeah, I think one is that Thailand is much more mobile first centric because um, home broadband penetration today is you know somewhere between uh, you know forty percent, forty five percent. So lots of people's primary access to the internet is their phones, right? So in terms of their consumption of data, it's much higher. The percentage of population that spend time on social media like Facebook, Instagram, um, Thailand ranks in the top five globally. So, so it's really much more pivotal for them. It's almost their way of life. And for some people, that's what they depend on for their daily livelihood. So the consumption habits are much higher and much more pivotal. That's one. But also in terms of the buying, um, selling, and um, ser- customer service kind of behavior, it's the, the whole Thailand is very different because from a population perspective, it's much, more, uh, it much, it's much less homogeneous than Singapore. They're really very differing education standards. The social economic profile of the population is very different. Um, so for example, one of the things I learned very quickly, uh, having got, gotten my hands dirty on the ground, is that there's actually a high level of fraud in Thailand, which is very different than Singapore, right? Both at the customer level, but also at the staff level. Maybe a, a funny example, it won't be entirely uncommon for a guy to show up with 50 uh, national IDs to buy, you know, phones and plans for the village. Sometimes oh. it's real, where often, where often it's not, right? So, you know, these kind of things uh, do happen. Yeah. I'm surprised to hear you say that the Thais use their phones more than Singaporeans because, man, you know, I've been in Singapore 15 years now and, and Singaporeans use their phones a lot. <laughs> They're on them all the time. But but it's even it's there's even heavier usage in Thailand. That's correct, uh, because if you just look at the pure data consumption per customer, which is a frequently used metric across uh, telcos, Thailand clearly tops Singapore, also because there are a lot of unlimited data plans here in Thailand, and that's very common. Yeah. So people would consume you know, upwards from 30, 50 gig wow. you know, on an average basis, sometimes depending yeah. Wow, it's amazing they have time to do anything else, right? Spending so much time, yeah. <laughs> so many gigs on their phones. Uh, now, Justin, I know that you went to school in Sydney, in Australia University, and you met your wife there. She's Australian. How, how is the family adjusting to living overseas? You know, maybe uh, a lot of Singaporeans who've never lived overseas might be interested to know, you know, do you miss your favorite foods here? Do you miss sort of Singapore landmarks, culture, you know, your family here? Um, how, how is everyone adjusting, including your wife, to life in Bangkok? Well, the good news is that both my wife and kids have adjusted really well. Bangkok is really sort of the food capital because they have such diverse cultures um, from the expats and also because it's such a huge tourist destination. So Mm. getting food from, you know, all over the world hasn't been a problem at all. I mean, there's Singaporean food, but... um, the Thai food, actually, the, I would consider the real Thai food, not the ones that we would go 
to eat in Singapore in a Thai restaurant, the ones that people on the on the street eat day in and day out, that that's actually very similar to Singapore cuisine. Also, because very heavy Chinese Teochew kind of influence. So that, that whole challenge from the food perspective has been all right. For my kids going to the international school here, it's been good because um, we, we have um, schools here that actually use the Singapore curriculum as well. So they've been able to enjoy that while still having, you know, I would consider more freedom to explore different things. So that, that adjustment uh, hasn't been uh, too difficult. But of course, there will, there will be problems and challenges that pop up from time to time. But, sure. you know, so far, it's been a real uh, enriching experience, I would say. Well, Justin, it's been great to talk with you today. We've been speaking with Justin Ong, Deputy Group Chief Commercial Officer at True Corporation in Bangkok, the second largest telco in Thailand. Thanks, Wayne. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.